The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. They make coffee brewers. Ever heard of them? If you haven't, you should. They're an awesome family-owned company. They're here in California. They power their facility with solar power, which I hear that's like a new hot thing that progressive people do. The best thing about Curtis, in my humble opinion, is the turnaround time on the brewers. They have a 24-hour turnaround. It's phenomenal. If you've ever ordered a brewer for a wholesale client from someone else and waited and waited and waited for it to come in, you know how frustrating that is. So being able to get the brewer next day like that is absolutely amazing. Shout out to you, Wilbur Curtis. Their customer service is phenomenal. And they just care. They care about you. They care about me. And I care about them. And that's why Cat Cloud Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. On with the show. I uh, look forward to getting with your team to uh, present to you a competitive offer. I've got a competitive offer. Maybe it'll be a lucrative business endeavor for both of us. Mm. I'd like to Mm. present you a competitive offer. It's 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 1996. (laughs) And I would like to give you... A competitive offer. I'd like to. It's called Demolition Man. It's a it's movie <laughs> where this guy is frozen and sent to the future and thought out. What? Thought out. Thought out to Def- fight another guy. <laughs> Simon Phoenix. <laughs> is that Wesley Snipes? Hell yeah, dude. He's yeah, so dude. good in that movie. Wesley Snipes is good in every Simon movie. Simon says die. <laughs> he says that a lot. I don't think I ever saw a demolition what? man all the way through. Not all the way through. Oh, dude. You never seen a guy get frozen with a weird frozen pellet and his head karate kicked off. It's him and Stallone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Futuristic weapons. It was like Sandra Bullock. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. You should watch it tonight. It's on HBO now, or at least it, well, yeah, I think it's on HBO now. You are missing out. Well, I'm going to quit this podcast right now and uh, you guys can deal with it. Hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't didn't even notice we were on the podcast. I just got done with some physical therapy. Jared just got done with an exercise. I did a nice exercise and positivity. Check my Instagram to see what that looks like. <laughs> There's a one part exercise, one part training. <laughs> one part, one part mo- dynamic motion. <laughs> dynamic motion. <laughs> it's a skill, okay? It's, it's called a butterfly. It's not instantaneous. It is definitely not instantaneous. You got to work for it. And me, I can't even move, so I'm like the most highly functioning idiot that anybody's ever seen. You can move, Chris. You can move. Uh, in the words of my PT, he's a little bit more messed up than I thought he was going to be. <laughs> but we've got a plan for him. We've got a plan that for him. That was direct quote. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Oh, I can, yeah. I just don't want to see his eyes go dead and be like, there's no hope for you. Oh, there's no chance. He's, he's positive vibes, dude. He is positive vibes. He's going to crush the game. Modern coffee shop with chill vibes. Oh, real Chris Baca mentioned me in my pull-ups. There it is. I just watched myself. Everybody who owns a coffee shop, go Google your location and see what Google Maps says about you. What does ours say? Modern coffee shop with chill vibe. Obviously, dude. (laughs) That is definitely who we are. Shout out to D at Minotti's who found that out for us. Dude, shout out to us. We've pulled up. We've pulled up an educational architect and I have an admin assistant officially and we are just like on the prowl for the next level of execution. We're prowling. <laughs> we're we're going to present an offer, a competitive <laughs> offer for execution <laughs> at a high level. Business dynamics. The dynamics are huge. Educational architect. Super excited. Oh my gosh, me too. Mackenzie. Yep. She's Mackenzie Laird. It. Welcome. Mackenzie and Rachel interviewed for it. Rachel had a pretty good pitch. Mackenzie just... It's got more hard skills in that area. Yeah. 
Rachel's a fantastic person. Yeah, she's I feel gonna like do big things. For I have us. a special place for her in my mind. I think nice where she's gonna excel super hard. Yep. Sarah Sheryls has been killing it too. So if you're listening, Sarah, thank you for killing it. I've never had someone that I work one on one with, like in an like a um, like Batman and a Robin. capacity. <laughs> yeah, I've never had my own Robin. I've never had my own Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I've never had my own what like Alfred the Butler. Oh yeah, Alfred like someone who really sick. had my back yeah. no matter what. <laughs> You've always had my back, Alfred. <laughs> who I like walk out and the Lambos washed and oh, like, yeah. my suit looks good. And we do have a lot of Lambos. We do have a lot of Lambos going on. <laughs> Lambos. Saw Lambos all over LA. Just got back from LA. Chris did go to LA, dude. You coffee thought. Went to the Breville Coffee Thinkers Summit. Shout out to Breville. I would did had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah, what did you think about so much while you were down there? Uh, I didn't think about much. <laughs> okay. Well, the story goes like this. Tell the story. Breville hit me up and they're like, do you want to be part of this coffee thinker summit? We'll fly you down to LA and uh, you Boeing can 737. You can think about stuff and it was really kind of vague and I was like, well, yeah, this sounds good. I'm not going to worst case scenario. There's a trip to LA, right? And I was familiar with like their dual boiler machine a little bit. So I'm like, all right. Yeah, I know people like that. So I'll go check it out. So I got down there. And like the day before the night of I got there, I'd, I'd hit up nicely and I was like, I'm staying here. Like, where do I go? And he's all, what are you in town for? And I'm like, I'm here for this Breville thing. I don't know what it is. He's all me too, dude. I don't know what it is either, but I got <laughs> invited too. I was like, well, sick. I was like, where do we go? He's all, I don't know. And I'm like tight. So I just got in. You're all, I'll just meet you then. Yeah. I was like, we'll just hang. I checked in the hotel and went to PCP on Fairfax had some George Howell. Yeah. For everybody who doesn't know, that's a coffee shop that serves food, not the drugs, <laughs> the drugs. <laughs> I had some PCP on Fairfax, Exactly. Paramount Coffee Project, which they they're from Australia. Yeah. They're an Australian based thing. Yep. And there were, yeah, they served the G how and they had a little verve and they had a little something, something else. I don't know. The espresso was good. The espresso style down there is like so much different than up here. Right. Which I talked to someone who worked there about it, about like the shots here versus in the Bay Area versus the shots because they serve sight glass. Right. And they're pulling it at like a, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but like, you know, a lean mean 50 grams out or something like that. It's got that real like a 14 in 50. <laughs> it's got that Glanville and Babinski feel uh, to it, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like ride fast and loose yeah, kind of yeah. situation. And apparently the sight glass, some of the sight glass crew came down and like, what are you doing to our coffee? Because they're much more, you know, I don't know what their output is, but I yeah. guess it's in the 30s, high 30s or something. somewhere in there. Maybe not even maybe mid 30s. Yeah. So completely different scene. And they're like, yeah, that's crazy. Not, <laughs> not that it was good or bad. They seem to have like a pretty open mind about it. Right. And I was just talking to one of the breezes there who was super chill. So but yeah, they they basically got a bunch of coffee professionals, social media professionals and some food professionals together to look at their new line of stuff. And we went on a coffee crawl had really amazing food and just really amazing time. It was like a overnighter, like a one day, two nights. Okay. Two nights. And then, the basically got there, did coffee, did ramen with Liz Chai and Alejandra oh, from Breville mm. and Brian bikey who, yep. He does the, I brew my own coffee podcast with Brian Sheely. They're like a little duo. And, uh, Andrea, who mm -hmm. owns Onyx Coffee, and then her homie Sam, who's like their pastry 
chef or like food program gotcha Director he's a food person. guy yeah. yeah he's a magical food and he he was pretty fucking funny you would have you would have got along with him super well <laughs> he was talking about what he was doing on the airplane and he was like theorizing like new sh- like shapes and styles of puff pastry like <laughs> <laughs> i've created the hexa pastry yeah exactly he was like he had this intense vision in his mind and i was like oh you should hang out with jared for sure you guys <laughs> talk about food all day <laughs> Create something weird guy. We hung out, got up in the morning and then these buses picked us up from the from West Hollywood, two big sprinter vans and this group gathers and it's like everybody. It's all your friends. So it's all the aforementioned plus like nicely and Melissa and some other people that I don't know. Taylor Gresham was there from evocation and it just there's like a like a squad. I mean, you look at the, the Instagram. It's stupid. Yeah, it's like Cavill, who's people. like the world latte art champion guy. Right. Like there's like all, all this ridiculous stuff. So we're like all here and we just get in and I was like, okay, we just go. We like go to GMB and they like bring us egg slut and Charles has this like coffee tasting of like iced lattes for us. <laughs> I was like, all right. And then they had some of their own coffee that they were roasting. For espresso, GMB's roasting coffee. Yeah, I don't know if he's just playing with it, but it's nice. just something that Charles roasted. So I don't That's think fun. it's like a mainstay on their menu yet. I don't even know if it's like a real thing. It's just something that he did. Nice. So I had some coffee. Went there, and we basically bounced from coffee shop to coffee shop to coffee shop, just kind of like hanging out and just shooting the shit and getting to know everybody. And like the coffee people already knew each other, but then right. there's some like food bloggers who didn't know each other, and then there's just like this dude Ryan who does like this thing's called coffee and clothes and he does like some crazy social media. I think, well, I think he, I looked yeah. at his stuff. They did like a collab with Nike. Sick. Like, pretty heady stuff. Like all cool dudes went to lunch, like toured the groundwork roastery, oh, nice. which is actually kind of insane. Yeah. They have two Lorings and then another roaster in the tiniest little space that I've ever seen. <laughs> really? Like it's, smaller than our building, not our roastery, but our right. whole building and Jeez. it does like infinitely more volume and then they have like a big cooling tray. That's just like a huge cooling tray in the middle of the room. Just throw coffee in it. They move pallets of coffee in and out every day because it's Whoa. so small. Is it is there storage next door or something for they the have coffee? a warehouse across the way. Okay, so they just like drive it across the street basically. and they bring stuff in and get it out and it just like moves through. They have these big bean silos to where they take all of their all their green and put them on a forklift and it goes up to the top of this silo. That's probably like 12 feet in the air. Right. And somebody empties the green into these big silos. So you'd might have like 10, 12, however many bags of green in this one silo. That's this one particular it's coffee like holds rice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one of those. It's that's like crazy. It's like one of those like things that holds coffee beans in the old school cafes, yeah. but it's like green bean and like thousands of pounds sick. And then when you need to roast coffee, you just like Shoop! take it out of the silo, Let's put the scale underneath and load it up. Yeah. So it's like five load, like yeah, by default. It was pretty funny. I, it's actually a smart idea. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool to see. And I was just like, all, we learned this from agriculture. Very tiny space. That's was, badass. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty interesting. I'm like, damn, you guys need a new space. How many places did you go to? We went to GNB start the day right Grand central market. There's a blue bottle across the street from there now weird okay which i had no idea what was going on there i didn't even know that it existed like in that big tall building you look at yeah. when you're standing uh-huh. there? Weird. exactly big okay. fancy building yeah. on the inside now i i don't know if it's the newest blue bottle but it looks sick like all blue bottles do it's right. like white and light and bright and totally. you know classic bb classic blue bottle got in and went to nice 
Coffee, which right. is Tyler Wells' new spot, uh-huh. which is pretty sick because it's in a, it's like a modified container. Was that wind. walking distance? It could have been, yeah. But all this drove. was all this was downtown. Yeah, we drove there, um, and that was cool. Windows on all sides, like pretty cool. It had the cup. If you check the gram, there's like cup holders that hang from the ceiling. Yeah. So when you pull out like to go cups, you pull them out from above, which I thought was a pretty cool idea because usually they're under counter and then they get like coffee grounds and stuff all over them. They get all dirty. So these were clean. I thought that was pretty tight. And I was like, that is okay. It's pretty neat. A lot of butter on that way to go. And they stole it from somewhere else, which they claimed. So they're like, we took it from somebody. So whoever you are, great job. Yeah. Uh, We went to the little, the groundwork thing. We went to the two guns kiosk which they're like another Aussie. I heard about those guys. Yeah. Company. And then we went to lunch at some place. I can't remember. It was freaking awesome. <laughs> ate some food. <laughs> ate some food. Went everywhere. I got to ride in uh, Todd's Jeep. Oh, yeah. I Todd saw a video of that. Yeah. That was pretty fun. He, oh, yeah, came late. he came late with the Jeep and I'm like, oh, you have a Jeep, huh? Let's top down this thing. Dude. Let's cruise. <laughs> And then we went to man, maybe we you went had, to the Hollywood Hills. Oh, we went to um, oh Georgie Porgy. Oh yeah. So Georgie Porgy is this full blown undercover. If you look at him on Instagram, it's totally private. You can't see anything. It's like owned by an Italian, an Italian lady who's just baller. She's a badass. Dude. Yeah. She's just super thug. There's like this moss wall, and there's like just like thuggish music playing and they oh. had like i had a a whiskey like cocktail thing there oh they do alcohol chakarato creto oh yeah of oh, course yeah the chakarato creto which is like espresso whiskey cold brew shaken with some something something in there it was good yeah i was deep straight colon it's below. literally like a, it's, <laughs> it's like a speakeasy yeah it's like a speakeasy for coffee and they're just like unapologetic and they don't they don't market. They don't advertise. They're just like, if you know yeah, about thanks. us, that's cool. We open when we want to open. Like, I'm not even caring. Like, it's like a barbershop. Yeah. They were like, we're going to go, and but they might not be open. Yeah. Because sometimes she just doesn't want to open and that's it. That's kind of bad. But they had our coffee. Yeah. Which was also tight. Shout out. Shout out. Georgie so Porgy. Find them, dude. Dude. It was Georgie is the woman who owns it. And then Chris is the homie who made me the little Chris Porgy. Right? <laughs> Chris Porgy. <laughs> <laughs> he's tight so you guys are tight feeling that and then yeah we went to a house in the hollywood hills yeah which was fucking ridiculous it looks pretty big we drove pretty up, la drove up the hill and it's huge there's like rooms on rooms on rooms like epic view of the city you go in and there's like it was hilarious there's like a gold breville machine on the counter with a black one so it's like this black and yellow thing and you look up and there's a sharks like um shark mouth there's a shark mouth like megalodon size that has like a diamond grill like it's like a silver shark Whose skeleton it's somebody who's like, like they rented it it's like just ridiculous yeah I mean, it's like, millions and millions, it's like and, millions an and millions of dollars. Yeah. And then like we have million dollar homes right down the street here. Like, yeah, but they're I different. Mean, they're you, not LA. Yeah. You could spend five million pretty easily on East Cliff over here. Yeah. And there's nice houses here. Oh, but yeah. This is like triple level. This is like up. 30 mil. Yeah. It's like stupid mil. So we're just here. And then there's like two other former like world latte art champions just they're making lattes on these machines. They were like already there. Like, like just so you could walk into some sick latte art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we walked in the door and then there's like latte art happening. Like, like the fucked up Japanese shit. That's yeah. like insane. <laughs> it's like, it's like 5,000 rosettas with a swan and like etched. Like she made a, like a dancer. 
<laughs> like it was crazy. She made like a duck, like a literal a dancer with a dress. Oh no, it was a, a fairy or like a pixie or something like. Nice. No, Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. It was Tinkerbell. She so I'm nice making Tinkerbell tink- right now. I'm like. I, that's cool. You free pour? Or? That's sick. All <laughs> free pour. You free pour a Tinkerbell? That's or? impressive. And then every machine that they made, and there's bartenders, and this dude Marcel, who yeah. is part of Wolf Hollywood, who's like a like a top, top chef, chef and guy, Iron Chef sure. winner, I guess. Yeah. And he made us dinner, and we were just taste of summer, dude, hanging. So we were all confused all day. I mean, it was amazing. You just, but you're just there, like yeah. And then they actually they brought us into the theater which there was a movie theater at the house like because you do. of course yeah. there was and they kind of gave us a little presentation on what they were doing and everyone you know I'd be lying if I wasn't saying that everyone was just like a little bit skeptical at first as to like what is going on right because shout out to them like we were being heavily taken care of yeah and it was cool but I was like what do they want and they just wanted to show some of their stuff and they're actually doing some really cool stuff with coffee, right? Like some really cool stuff that I don't know if we're talking about it yet, but they, they have some really cool home brewers and some really cool espresso, like home espresso machine things that are coming online that are really rad. And right. They were just getting them in the hands of people who would play with them and give and good feedback and give good feedback. Right. And it was pretty rad. I like the, the thing that was the most impressive to me was their like touch line of machines, which mm-hmm. was like Oracle touch. It won best new product at SCA. Right. I don't even pay attention to that shit. Like, you but know, you we're, do. we're doing our own thing. So right. I'm like, I don't even know that you guys want best new product, but it like is actually a super legit machine. And the steam wand is insane. So it's got like a set it and forget it steam wand that actually steams like microphone that you can pour sick latte art with. That's tight. Which we did. And I was like, you watch it steaming because you like choose the temperature and right. then you choose the texture that you want. So like set it to five, set it to 150 degrees, put the milk there and just hit go. And you just watch it and it says frothing and then it starts swirling it around. But it it honestly doesn't look like it's doing anything until it's done and then it's done and it's perfect. So crazy. So if somebody puts that on a commercial machine like right, which probably someone has maybe it's Starbucks or I don't know, but it's like they don't really microphone there, I guess, but not really. It's this Starbucks. was like perfect. It was like perfect. Yeah, like you and nicely were pouring latte art. Me and nicely were pouring latte As art. were the champions. Yeah, and that shit was like nicely approved. <laughs> And he was like, oh, and he was like, I was like, that's good enough for me. Like, it was, you could have given it to me like blind. And I've been like, yeah, this is definitely done by pro pro Marzocco pro. So it was like, okay, tight. So it was pretty crazy experience. Yeah. So they're definitely putting energy in the coffee. But I think the thing that tripped me out the most was that the reach that coffee is having now. Right. So they're obviously like a huge equipment manufacturing company they like they make kitchen supply like ovens induction burners like toasters everything right appliances and coffee and now they're doing something specific to coffee which i thought was cool and they kind of did it in the right way yeah they did their research right they did their research and it felt really good and it felt really comfortable and even though it was like like kind of like this wine and dine situation like getting to know the people that make the product. I'm like, Oh, you guys are all actually really cool. Right. And you actually like know who we are, which was kind of a thing. That's, yeah. They weren't just like hitting up everybody in the industry because like, I mean, we got approached like whatever, whoever's cup of tea is whoever's cup of tea. But like right. when KitchenAid was talking to us and everybody else and everybody else yeah. and they're 
initial impressions are give everybody the benefit of the doubt. It's like, okay, you want to be a part of specialty coffee. Like, that's cool. What do you want your contribution to be? And like, right. what do you want to get from us? Mm-hmm. Because we it's business. It's a, two, it's a two-way street. Right. And it kind of felt like to me was that they didn't really have any contribution besides like, we want to use the people that are cool to sell products right. that are not like horrible, but they're not awesome. Right. They're not really necessarily super innovative. They're not pushing the industry forward. It just seemed kind of like kind of chintzy. Yeah. I remember sitting on that call and being like, well, it sounds like you just called everybody and you're just hoping that somebody says yes. Right. Yeah. Every company. And then there's like yeah, podcasts they named like that are sponsored million. by KitchenAid and they yeah. see the videos of this and KitchenAid and it's just like, it just didn't feel good on our end. Right. So we couldn't be like, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Which is kind of... Well, they also had no idea. Remember that we asked them, like, have you guys looked into this, that, and the other? And, like, not... They didn't know anything really about us. They had, like... It felt like they had just Googled cool specialty coffee, coffee <laughs> or something like that. And they had all these names, but they didn't really know who these people actually were or what they had done. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. It felt very, like, generic. And, like... Totally. I was, like... I kind of felt like at the end of the day, it would have been, like, us getting used. Oh, you know what else? It was an advertising firm, too. Remember? It was, right. like, a... It was like a third party was doing it. They're yeah. like, yeah, our clients are. And we're like, our, your clients aren't even talking to us. So, yeah, it's nice to have Breville it's super personally weird. talking to And this to was you. both because they use a, they do use an agency, but they actually work together. So, right. like, every the email chain was all connected. And then, like, even the ad agency, like, knew who everybody was, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. And then aside from that, like, aside from the main reach out that I got, I got, like, multiple messages on Instagram from people that work at Breville who are like aware of the stuff that we do right. and aware of the stuff going on in the industry. And they already have like, they work with Dan. Dan Yeza. Yeza. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. And so they're like, they're aware. So it felt really good at the end of the day. Like yeah. I'm super thankful and they are doing some shit. That's like, it's awesome. Like right. I can totally, after using those machines, like have recommendations for them, but I just, it's funny as coffee becomes more and more popular, there are going to be more and more people who want to pry into the market. Yeah. And I know that for me and for you, it's like really all that we have is our integrity at the end of the day. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like, which is why we don't do like a ton of recommendations. We don't do a ton of ads. We don't, we're not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Give us money and we'll call it a day. Right. And, well, I, and a part of it's authenticity. Like if we're not just going to fake it and pretend like we're really excited about something if we're not. That's right. the hard part for me. Like I just don't feel good about it. Which is hard to do sometimes because when you're a small business owner and like take it down like one step from that, like we live here, have houses and like, yeah, we own a business, but we're not living that like I own a business lifestyle. Yeah, we're not doing that. Like we both made more money working for someone else than yes. we made right now. So <laughs> that, so far, yeah. And that's not to say like, oh, poor us. It's like Mm-mm. totally it's like more than worth it 12 times over, but I know right. that some people have like you know that impression like, oh, you own a business, you're going to be fine. Like you got money rolling in the door and you're just like buying all the stuff. Which yeah, it's it not like hard that. Hard work. So there is a pressure to like take an opportunity, get money when you can. Right. Right. So those things like that totally. to where it's like if you have someone who like KitchenAid's like, let's talk about stuff. And we're like, yeah, cool. Like, there's a little bit of like, man, we should maybe do this. Right. But then at the end of the day, it's like... Not really. You can't, like, you build everything on your reputation and your values and your morals. And, like, if you check those at the door, you might as well just fucking 
cash out and say, right. see you later, because that's the end of the dream. That's the end of everything you believe in. And that's the end. Like, yeah. It's the it, end of authenticity. It's and like, serious. It's just, every time we've, we've like even done like a borderline, like compromise on it. It's come back to haunt it us. It always feels bad. It, it never feels good. It's it, like, it always is frustrating. And we're always like, why did we do that? We thought maybe it would be different when we knew it was not well we didn't know but we were hoping you, you know hope, you're like you think like, yeah. oh yeah maybe even though it's just a little bit different than what we feel like it's gonna it'll be fine it'll and be fine. it's always never fine and then you get into these like transactional relationships which Ugh. are like oh you scratch my back i'll scratch yours you say this i'll say like, this and then we it, just be on the same team dude yeah it comes down to like market strategy and like strategic partnerships and all this fucking <laughs> bullshit and it's just like really it's like like tell the truth, do business with people who have the same like energies and values as you, right. and then everything's going to be fine because nobody owes each other anything. Dude, synergetic energy goes far, 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 farther than like you don't so much farther than that shit. You don't have to be like tit for tat or like keeping track of all the stuff. You know, you could be on billboards in L.A. though, dog. You could be fucking famous. You know what? Never mind. I almost just went to a place I shouldn't on the internet, but it's like. <laughs> it goes it goes wild so yeah. it was cool to see how they did it yeah and it was cool to see how they took feedback like we watched some videos and like that they had made for like milk steaming and latte art and they're like what do you guys think and we're just like well that was stupid and this was weird and like the video is good but it's right like, it's but like they wanted actual feedback and yeah and to be fair like yes i'm aware that they're like using us for like you know, market research, market kinda. research, yeah. which is fine because at the end of the day, like if people can get good stuff from people who give a, yeah. who care, you know, that's like, that's cool. Yeah. They also paid for it. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like they put so in the work to I, get the market research. Yeah. I felt good. And then like at the end of the day, like with this podcast, with our business, like one of the things that we can't do is like talk awesome about something that we don't believe in. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it, it I, that was just on my mind all weekend because just seeing how far it's come. Like I literally never thought like when we were 2006, right, making coffee Jumping that it was going to be this big of a thing. I remember yeah. we like having the discussion earlier on at Verve when we were like, dude, the specialty market is like done. There's no more room for no new roasteries. This is it. Like we yeah. got in on the tail end of everything. Oh, yeah, and, I remember that. And this is like this is it. And it's already transitioned. Turns to a out whole it's not place. even true. And it's not just getting bigger and bigger and crazier. And it's like specialty is just a behemoth, you know? And there's yeah. like nobody saw the Mitt Cafe thing come in. Nobody saw like the Chick-fil-A thing come in. Nobody saw any of this stuff. Right. And it's like I feel like there's so many more rocks that need to be turned over. Oh, there's plenty of rocks. I can't wait for it to go off. We'll make some rocks turn over. We'll make some rocks turn. We'll make a couple of rocks turn here in the next couple of years. It's also funny to see the number of people who are involved in coffee that don't necessarily prepare coffee. Right. There's a lot of people who are strictly social media, strictly marketing, some baristas, some educators, some people who own companies and just right. all these people are important in their own special ways. Right. Which it should be encouraging to people, I think, because it could get them thinking outside the box of here's the career path of in coffee for me. Exactly. A, B, C, D, D being done. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know, because if you are a barista and you're like, okay, I'm going to be like a barista, then I'm going to be a manager, then I'm going to be this, then I'm going to 
Yeah. Like you said, tap out D be done. Like yeah. there's a lot of other avenues to take. There's a lot of other external Liz and I were talking about this. They're like, it's really common in other industries to do some of the stuff that we do, which is like the external education, like in every, every other industry, people want to learn from people who aren't in that industry. Right. But there's something really insular about coffee and people don't want to break out of their shell. And I think it's because people are really enthusiastic about espresso, which is good. People are really enthusiastic about latte art and being the superstar barista. All of those things are cool, but there's a timeline on that stuff. You yeah. can only do that stuff for a few years until you have to progress. And it's for like, sure. you should think about the future because the future is coming. Dude, all I've been thinking, <laughs> I read a, it was funny because I was reading this book and you have that Albert Einstein quote that you like so much. I yeah. found an Albert Einstein quote in this book that I was like, that's my quote from Albert Einstein. Let's hear it. It is, no problem can be solved by the same consciousness that caused the problem in the first place. Yep. Uh-huh. I've, I've heard that. That's good. I love that one. And that's Super like, good. Kind of, in a way, like sort of our ethos as well. Like we're trying to like think outside of the box of like what has always been done. We're like, we're not just going to like follow that. We're going to think about something different. Like what are all these other applications to this thing we call coffee or this job progression or whatever. And that's kind of what you're speaking to. It's like all these people have found ways to make themselves applicable in an industry where up until not too long ago, it was like, well, this is all you can do in this industry. Yeah. You're either like you only have some sort of notoriety or career path. If you happen to be that 0.01% of superstar barista that can somehow win the competition and hopefully do well enough business-wise to make that your jam. And you and I have always called bullshit on that and not always had the answers, but just believed there's other ways. There's other ways. Yeah, and we're, we're figuring that out by through our own business right now, which is badass, and we're seeing a lot of opportunity, and we have a lot of weird creative ideas for the future, but these people that you've been with and you just hung out with are also proof of that concept as well. Yeah, it's just like get out of the box a yeah. little bit. Just get out of the box. Hang out with someone who does something totally different than exactly. you. Exactly. Just study like other industries. The total, like, you know, I mean, inspiration comes from everywhere. Yeah. If you're only inspired by the thing you do, you're probably going to create something that's pretty bland. Yeah, like the same. It's like a replica of the exact same thing everybody else is doing. Which is why... And again, I don't want to sound like I'm really hating on this because I think this can work in small doses, but people who have a business and it's just like, I just want to make the best coffee ever. And that's cool. There's a place for that, but it's also really limiting in yeah, some ways. Like, that's a one year sort of place. It's like a, for lack of a better all right, term. you know, you could have the, and I, like, I don't want to take away from the people who do have just like complete passion for the product because that's important. But what I guess what we're seeing is that like you need to integrate some other people that have different ideas into that system as well. Right. So you can be the product focused, like super passionate guy, but you better get with someone who's got some of those other right. talents to make a well-rounded vision or you're going to be really small for a long time or it's just going to be like totally. a little less effective or just less inspired. Right. I mean, I mean, if, you could be totally passionate and have a great time and run the run the kiosk, the little spot and kill it and make money for you and you alone. And if that's what you want, you actually could be great. We talked about that in uh, the other episode. Other episode. Or and, it's like, and if that's you, chill. If you have a passion for like, like, I don't know, like new American cuisine and right. that's like your food of choice and you want to open a restaurant restaurant and you draw all your inspiration from other restaurants that only do like new American cuisine you're probably going to be more watered down than if you actually break out of that right. new American cuisine and go 
travel the world, see some of the craziest restaurants or street food in like Japan and Thailand, Singapore, Australia, everywhere, and then come back like with this whole different spin on it. And you can still make new American cuisine, but it's going to be different. It's going to have your own signature on it. It's Yeah, it's going to be like... It's going to be the sum of like all your travels, experiences, and emotions. And that's like then really, it's you. really what you're making. And yeah. then it's you. People just have to remember that people are what make everything special anyway. And it's just like, okay, that's freaking... It's super tight. It is super it's, tight. It is amazing. <laughs> I was like in Minotti's and just thinking like, this is the best coffee shop I've ever been to. It's right. just like a complete, authentic, just expression of the people who created it and the neighborhood that it's in and it's completely unapologetic and it doesn't fit into any other cookie cutter thing that i've seen with specialty coffee and even though the drinks are basically the same yeah it's just got this like completely different vibe to it that i i I just i love it i can't can't even describe it i don't know drinks are basically the same at all the coffee shops right basically the same yeah it's like you better same titles yeah it's (laughs) <laughs> I get it. Uh, I'm like, feel like we're beating a dead horse or something. And then it's like, if you're competitive, advantage, the horse is dead. <laughs> the horse is dead. Like if you're trying to make a better cappuccino than someone else, just like you can quit now because you're not going to make a cappuccino. That's that much better than somebody else. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. room for some exploration. You know, you've got people doing the science stuff and fringe stuff. And I think over time the, there will be things like that that like inch the industry forward all of our frozen beans but i yeah things (laughs) along those lines or i talked to taylor from evocation the roaster there she's been on the podcast before she was on the podcast she got third place in the u.s roasting championships and she's doing her chemistry stuff in school and she's got some like really big ideas about digging deep into different roasting processes and i don't want to say too much because i feel like she didn't didn't say she was writing a book but i probably told her that she should write a book i was like all these things that you're telling me now are something that i don't hear anybody else talking about put them in a book put them in a book with some practical application and you could change the way people roast coffee forever and that would be she's like do you think so and i'm like yeah yeah like absolutely so i'm i don't want to give too much of a sneak peek but i I think there are things like that that have potential to move the industry but those are things that people will just they're like one-off things or yeah and they are specific in a way right that's niche for roasters it's niche it's like hyper hyper niche yeah but a lot of people aren't going to do that yeah yeah, applicable but yeah not everybody's going to be a roaster not everybody has access to a roastery yeah yeah and not everybody's going to be interested in understanding what she even means but then the people who are going to change the game Right. And that's so sick. So and so prevalent. Taylor, go make your damn book. Write the book. Write three books. Yes. It's a three parter, just like Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. And you know what else you could do while you're at it? Because you're a very good artist, Taylor. Draw us a nice sick picture. We could use it on a shirt. I already <laughs> dropped the seed. I know, dude. So I don't know. I'm like, it's gonna be perfect. I do know. Just freaking do it. It's yeah. gonna be amazing. Sounds like Taylor, we're gonna just have to keep telling you how awesome you are. <laughs> So you can start doing some cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they look like though all the rad, like there was a lot of rad people in that in that group. I'd like to hang out with Andrea outside of like a coffee event sometime. She's really cool. Yeah, she's like down to earth um, and smart and normal. she's down to earth, smart, well spoken, and she's got this like calmness about her that is like really, really refreshing. Because there's something magnetic about her personality, but she's not like a show off. Yeah, you know, she's like super humble and really chill and like huge. 
is like in love with her cafes, rightfully so, but not in like an egotistical kind of way. Sick. Because I was talking about her. I can't even remember which location is it. It is, but it's the one where the tiles, like it's got the penny tiles that spill over the bar and like the wood detail on the rafters. And I'm like, that cafe looks so sick. And she's like, thank you so much. Like, yeah, like she really means it. And she's just another one who's like full of ideas. And it's amazing to see. I mean, their coffee is consistently good. I've talked about it before. Like spaces are beautiful. And she was just really fun to be around. And Brian, like that dude, Brian Bikey. Yeah. Who is that motherfucker is funny. <laughs> He's hilarious. Like in a way that you would never get from his. I don't know if you looked at his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all like really pretty pictures and stuff like that. But that guy's a character <clears throat> on the next level. That's awesome. We won a team challenge because of him because he made a signature drink. It's your dog. St. Germain and espresso. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Little bitters. Little aromatic bitters. Isn't St. Germain the elderberry flower yeah. liqueur? It's like the um, yellow looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Weird tall, bottle. skinny bottle. Uh-huh. The thing is cray. He threw that thing together. Made it look proper. Nice alcoholic. Shout bed. out to him. Photo opportunity. You're a winner, bikey. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he made you all winners. He really did make us all winners. Tell him what he won at a competitive rate. <laughs> <laughs> at a competitive rate. We actually won espresso machines. Which you is tight. sons of bitches. I want an espresso machine Pretty excited. at my house. You won one before. I did win one a long time I ago. I saw it. Did I tell you? The pony? You sold it to that. Oh, yeah. To my Jeff. homie down the street. Yeah, yeah. And I went to Jeff's to get uh, fish. He still rips it. Yeah. This guy does like spear fishing, spear fishing, free diving, no scuba and brings back fish to the cafe. Yeah. Super. It's literally amazing. And I went to his house to pick up some smoked fish and he's like there's the machine that jared got me yeah dude he still rips the pony <laughs> yeah he loves that thing dude he's, it works good dude he's feeling it yeah the group is is a good group it's a good group it's fucking i'm pretty excited that's great i'm still riding high from it man yeah, dude, i'm riding high too I'm right into the weekend i'm right. open the cafe tomorrow and that's pretty much where i'm at <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be there we're gonna turn the page on this thing oh 36 we did it dude What's the words of wisdom, though, this week? What are your words of wisdom? I mean, I dropped my Einstein quote. Get That's out a pretty of your good quote. Consciousness. The words get, of wisdom of this week, man. Einstein's got like a ton of good quotes, as it turns out. Man, he was a really smart guy. He was. <laughs> yeah, that's the like, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. That's the one I use for my trainings. Oh, yeah. Now we got two Einstein quotes at Cat and Cloud, guys. We got two Einstein quotes. That How many Einstein our, quotes are you using? Our personalities. <laughs> Can we make a can I we make a new quote? Do you have a quote? I don't really have any good quotes. I think I we need quotes. Quote. I I've been writing stuff down. Like personal quotes? Yeah, just like, like that that you and me say. I mean, every once in a while you'll think of something that just it's probably been quoted before because nobody really has any new quotes, but I'm always like deep in the game when I'm writing like these Instagram things. Oh I, yeah. It's just like a nice way to like condense ideas so i put up the picture of Minotti's, and like my lead in line is people give life to the spaces they create and the products that they make that's true and sometimes i'm trying to figure out and this ties back to what we were saying earlier like why i think what we do is so special and it literally doesn't have anything to do with the coffee that we're roasting or like the farms that we buy from or the equipment that we have or this and that it's all about this artistic expression and authenticity right because without it it's just a shell right yeah. like you could take a shop like Minotti's, and if 
you leave the shop there, you take the people out of it and swap in different people, even though everything else is the same. It's a completely different place. Oh, yeah. Because the ideals are different. The vision is different. The mission yeah. is different. So it's Execution like, becomes different. The execution becomes different. Yeah. Like the vibe becomes different. It's all these intangibles right. that make the thing special. So I don't know. I'm like in, I'm like enthusiastic about quotes no, I'm lately. No, I'm with that too. That's why, that's why I still believe that you can be, you have to find the right people. And you can still go big in some way, shape, or form if you find the right people because then it can feel awesome. It can feel exciting. And it's like places like Starbucks are rad because they consistently produce product and people can bank on the product like they can bank on a McDonald's product. But like you can still go big and have a really big impact on your community in a positive way that's bigger and that like makes them feel like they get to know you and your team. And that's all people related. People make everything special, dude. People are people. I already got so that quote what though. Should it be? I already got that quote though. People? Coffee's just a catalyst. People are what make it special. Chris. There you go. That's my. That could be my quote. Put it on a t-shirt. It'll Coffee be like. Coffee is just the catalyst. Coffee. People are what make it special. People. Are, people. People. Modern coffee shop with chill vibes. People are people, so why should it be? You and I should get around me. I'm hungry, dude. I'm, Let's go eat, dude. I want to go eat. Let's, I'm going to eat that bell pepper. Dude, <laughs> eat it raw, dog. Give it to me. I'm going to bite it on the air Ooh, right dude. now. This one? Yeah, let's see it. Here we go. You, you guys, guys ready, ready for this? Oh, man. Do you hear that hollow innards? I think I ate part of the microphone. That's tight, dude. All right. See you guys <laughs> later. Have a glorious day.